Welcome, my friends, to the Chaos Creed Podcast, where we discuss masculinity, emotional intelligence, and what it takes to be the greatest version of ourselves, then clash that with thought-provoking experience and perspective to unleash the greatest answers to the question, what does it mean to be rebel-minded? The space is here, the battleground set, and our creed committed to. I'll see all of you soldiers on the other side. Good afternoon, friends and family of the Chaos Creed, or family to the Chaos Creed. Are you guys family? I think I think you guys are family. You guys feel like family. Every time I hit the record button, I feel like I'm talking to family. I feel like I'm talking to close people. I feel like there's a connection between you and I, um... And it goes from a mic through a wire into a computer and out into the universe. That's what that feels like. But close nonetheless. Um, I like to open up the podcast usually with something just about me. Whether it's flawed or whether it's something that I'm going through or something that I can, ne- can connect with you guys with just on a, on a personal level. On a, on a very human level. And I'm starting uh, I don't know if I want to say prep my my workout buddy would probably say prep Nikki would tell me that I'm in prep because she is just going ahead and telling me that I'm prepping for a stage competition and it's not like me um, our training my training has changed a little bit my coach I've talked to you and we've talked about Trying to get my aesthetics back, trying to get my size back. I just weighed myself this morning, and I was literally 129.7 pounds. I have not been under 130 pounds since I cannot remember. Now, I haven't been much heavier than that. Um, I usually float somewhere between 134-ish to 138-ish on a good typical day, but I have lost a lot of weight in the last year. I've been very off track. I've been trying to figure out what would put me back in the game and make me love working out again. And I think these types of things come in season. You know, unless you're an elite athlete that's always that's always there, I think it's okay to realize that sometimes you're not going to like training. Sometimes you're going to have a hard time with it. Sometimes you're just not going to be able to connect with it. And I finally hit the point to where I'm ready to grind again. I'm ready to fire back up that uh, that pit and, uh, let things fly. I really am ready to jump back in it. And I've got a couple that people that have my back, uh, kind of unexpectedly to be honest, and I'm ready to go at it. And I've got a great coach to help me along the way. And I've got a great workout partner and I just have things that feel like they're working and I'm in a flow state and I hope whatever you guys are doing that you're in a good state of mind too. And if you're not, it'll come. Trust the process. Good things always come. Stay open to opportunity. Realize that happiness is a choice in the moment. And grind that fucking stone down. Seriously, let's get on this. Now, into the podcast. I have been, at the same time, going through some struggles. And one of the things that I've been, that's been resurfacing is shame and what I feel about shame, how I define that shame, the shame I see in other people or 
my assumed shame that I see in other people um, as I learn to read people to the best of my ability because it helps me out with my work and it helps me out with finding relativity and knowing myself better. But shame is a huge subject and it's a huge subject because people avoid it so much. Now, Brene Brown, one of the most influential people on shame today, says, shame corrodes the very part of us that believes we are capable of change. And when I first read that, it it almost broke my heart a little because it's just has so much truth behind it. Now, so why is shame so important? Why the fuck would we want to talk about something none of us want to talk about? Why would shame be so important if it's something none of us want to feel? I'll tell you my best guess why. Because of years becoming the only thing that I'd ever known, I was ashamed of what I was. I attended my 10-year high school reunion, an event that I was completely stoked about but secretly afraid of for years because I wanted to be one of the best people at that party. And on this day, I felt I had failed at becoming just that. After 10 years. First, maybe I should give a little background here. I went to a small school, Middleton High School, home to the Vikings. Pretty ironic name for being somebody that not only was small in stature, but small in attitude, small in confidence, and any sort of pride or power. <laughs> our graduating class was puny compared to a lot of schools around the area. I think our graduating class was 187 students. I remember being excited for graduation, of being done, scared of what was to come, but ready to be free nonetheless. As a graduating student, though, I was working as a busboy at a cafe, still living with my mom, and the only pride I had was in my body, my dirt bike riding, and my car, my flashy, pretty, beautiful little car. But I didn't know where the fuck I was going. I didn't apply to any colleges or universities. I had no plan. I knew it's what I should have done, but I was so focused on getting things that included money. It was such a numb feeling. Yet, I had some sort of hope that something would just fall on my lap. And actually, honestly, that's exactly what what happened. When you decide not to decide what you do with your life, you give up all control to the world itself. The world will decide where to put you, and usually that will not be somewhere favorable. My mom's boyfriend asked me randomly one day if I wanted to do electrical work with him. This came to be one of the most influential painful decisions I've ever made in my life. A defining factor. A pursuit I initially had no plan on following through with, but because of my own indecision in life and my fear of things that could happen, I let this happen to me. I was completely controlled by my environment. I had no awareness of my own power to make decision. I truly just expected that the things that I wanted to happen just eventually would. The reason I say influential and painful and not right or wrong is because there was no right or wrong about it. I hate that I made the decision to follow electrical work, but it also led me to becoming what I am today. It caused me great stress, horrible bouts of doubts and shame, and a deep, dark presence I could never get away from. Years of this, and I let it happen. But time and misery will eventually lead to unrelenting power to break it. Now, back to the reunion, at this point, I had already become a journeyman electrician. I had been through my apprenticeship, I had tested out, 
and with me, I had my girlfriend at my side, I had my favorite car in the parking lot, and I even had my own brand new house. Yet, here I was, sitting amongst familiar and unfamiliar friends and enemies, people that now were just other people. We all had our own stories. We were all adults. All of us were quote-unquote making it. And here behind my own smile and laughter, I felt my shame. Overwhelming shame. Heartbreaking shame. I was ashamed of my accomplishments. I wasn't proud. I was hesitant with every answer to the question, so what do you do now, Zach? I cringed at every question, like a knife in the gut. I would answer so very nonchalant. Oh, I'm an electrician now. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was 18. I felt so fake. It felt so wrong in what I was saying. I felt less than everyone else there, no matter what it was or what they said about my accomplishment. I truly felt like I had never changed from the guy in high school. I was still the little timid boy they probably remember, and I was rushed to change the subject, honestly. To ask others about their jobs, their families, their experiences. I talked about my car, my workouts, my tattoo, my girlfriend, but I steered clear of my trade. So why would I hate myself so much? I had busted my ass to get where I was. That was obvious. I had physically worked in horrible, risky conditions for years, unscathed, working my way up the ladder, making great money. So why could I never feel validated after people repeatedly said, oh, that's awesome, oh, that's cool, I wish I could do something like that. I'm scared of electricity. I bet you make good money, huh? All of these positive comments, right? How could I possibly be ashamed of myself? I'll tell you why. Because it wasn't me. And whoever I was, it hadn't been me for the last 10 years at that point, let alone in that moment. Trying to sound confident about myself in front of all these people that may have respect for me, but had no actual impact in my life. I was comparing myself, my work, my status to people that have nothing to do with me, who are not present in my life, so why was I ashamed? Because I had to face real people and lie about being okay with what I was. Deep down, I already knew at this point, but I had never really had to face so many people with it, to speak it out loud. The ones that were the same as me so many years ago, other people that were let loose on the world to make their own decisions and chase their own desires, and I had only felt like I had failed at doing this myself. That made such a minuscule switch, flip the opposite direction in my mind. It turned to me questioning myself and actually having the courage to ask myself directly, after ignoring myself, after years of telling myself that things would change eventually, that someday someone would approach me with a new life, a new career, a real happiness. That lie that I had trusted so long. The lie of expectation that I had on the world. The world doesn't give a shit about what you want to do. It will only change for you when you prove that you have something that is important to you. The world wants to see that you're strong enough. Only then will it bend to your will. To me, this is real shame. This, this ignorance of self. We can have shame for getting angry and aggressive. We can feel shame for having moments of weakness we can have shame for when we really try and get something we want and failing. It's almost instinctive. We don't want to be less than perfect. We don't want to be weak. We don't want to be wrong or do wrong. We want to be accepted and hold our place in the tribe. But this shame, I need you guys to find what I'm saying here, please. This type of shame, 
about ignoring your true self is the worst shame that you can feel. Because it's not just the disservice you're doing to yourself. It's the disservice you're doing for the ones around you. Deep down, you know you have more power. You have love that you want the world to feel. You have passion and potential that everyone around needs from you. The superficial world is suffocating. It numbs us all to be nothing but workers. Workers of quantity and numbers and function. And it's your job to bring the fucking rain. Bring on that fucking rainbow of color because the world is grayscale without it. It's not our technology, our advancement, our success that makes the world beautiful. It's our diversity. It's the difference between us. The uniqueness that all of us are here to act on and give as a gift. I'm not telling anyone that they should be a coach, an artist, or creator. There's too many things to do in this world. But it's about living completely. And living completely hasn't got shit to do with the money you make, the things you buy for your kids, or however else we create a quote-unquote perfect image of what life is supposed to be. We have to start faking ourselves out. We have to stop being convinced that the world has got it set up for us. Living completely has everything to do with doing what you want to do. Not shooting for the goals the world tells you to follow, but your own goddamn selfish, uncommon, untested, flawed fucking goals. Because this is where the beauty lies in life. As long as it's about you loving your life, your own aspiring moments and experiences, that's living completely. Living failures. Living all the other things that the numb people dare not try. Living all of those scary as fuck, heart-pounding, without logical success kind of decisions. Because all of those are real, and you are never truly ashamed of living life real. You're no longer ignoring who you are. You're no longer letting others shadow your dreams. You're no longer letting fear chain you to the stake of mediocrity, and you're no longer letting true shame control your life. It's time to live fully. It won't come easy. You won't know how to do it. You'll fight it every day, and every day turns into years of persistence. But I promise, I fucking promise, you will thank yourself for changing. You will fall in love with what you become, your mind will change, your love for others will grow, and what you decide is most important in life will take precedence. I want you all to have the best. I love you all. Stay strong and stay rebel-minded.